welcome to episode number 13 of What in the Health and Fitness. My name is Laura Bay. I will be your host. And today we're going to finish up our mini series on the different macronutrients. And today's topic is fats. So we've already talked about proteins and carbohydrates, and we will finish up, like I said, with fats. So starting off just talking about what is a fat. A fat is a compound that is formed from chemicals called fatty acids. There's a variety of different types of fatty acids, and we'll talk about a few of them, but there's quite a few different types. Fats are a greasy, solid material that is found in animal tissue and in some plants. So as most of you know, you can you get a lot of fat from animal products, from eating meat. Um, that has fat in it, and some plants, like I said, especially nuts um, and seeds. Those provide a lot of fats in our diet. So why are fats important? So just like we talked about with carbohydrates, fats are another important energy source for our body. Uh, they provide energy for most of our life functions, and one of the most important functions that fats are important for is our nervous system. I think I mentioned in the last episode, but maybe not, um, our brains contain a large amount of fat and require fat to function. Um, and like I said, our whole entire nervous system, which obviously is run by our brain, um, but all the other nerves and everything that run throughout our body um, are wrapped in something called myelin, which is a fatty material. Uh, myelin is important because it helps the electrical impulses um, travel across your nerves that, again, go throughout your entire body and perform a variety of different tasks and give and receive information from the environment. So super important for just your normal functioning, for activating your movements to um, any of your bodily functions. All of those things are are run by your nervous system. And so again, very important uh, nutrient for you to consume. Uh, fat is also important for maintaining healthy skin and other tissues. And fat also um, maintains your cell membranes, which regulates what goes in and out of your cells. So these are obviously all very important things. Um, there's also a few vitamins that are important for you to consume that are fat soluble vitamins which means that they are um, can only be transported through your body with fat. So vitamins A, D, E, and K are all fat-soluble vitamins. So they have to have the fat um, from your body in order to be able to move around and be used by your body. Um, there are fats that are better for you. Um, you know, some better than others because of how they're utilized in your body. Um, so we're going to talk about the different types of fats and then we'll kind of talk about how those fats are quote unquote good or bad or just better for you. Okay, so the first type of fat that we're going to talk about is unsaturated fats, um, which actually has kind of two subsets. There's monounsaturated fat and polyunsaturated fat. Um, and the main difference between those are the number of hydrogen pairs that are missing 
from their fatty acid chain. So monounsaturated fat is only missing one pair, um, while polyunsaturated fat is missing two or more pairs of hydrogen. Um, these fats are typically found at room temperature to be liquid, and they're mostly found in oils and nuts. Um, we'll go into that a little bit more in a minute, but that's just kind of to start us off. Um, and then there's saturated fats. These are fats that are typically solid at room temperature and commonly come from animal products, and they have all their hydrogen pairs, which is what makes them saturated as opposed to unsaturated. Uh, and then there's trans fats. Um, trans fats do occur naturally in small amounts, um, but most trans fats that are part of our diet are manufactured by adding a hydrogen. Um, most commonly, uh, what y'all probably know and may not know is a trans fat, but what you definitely know what it is, is margarine. Um, so back in the day when they decided that that butter was quote unquote bad for you, they were like, well, that's great because since we aren't going to use this naturally occurring form of fat, we're going to manufacture a fat and make it basically, you know, one step away from plastic. Um, so trans fats, to say the least, are not the best fats. Um, definitely something you want to just avoid in general. And then we're going to kind of talk through um, some differences in the unsaturated fats and saturated fats. So like I mentioned before, at the very beginning of this, your um, fat is, is an essential nutrient for you. Your body relies on it for its functions. It needs it in order to do anything that you're asking it to do. But also, like I said, there are some that are maybe better for you than others. So um, for a long time, saturated fats have kind of gotten the bad rap, the animal fats. Um, and it's kind of started to come around and it's actually been around uh, for a little bit that maybe they aren't all that bad for you. Um, however, they also are fighting the food industry, which wants to control what is or isn't good for you. So that's something that y'all need to take into consideration when you're doing any kind of research for food. Think about or look into where the source of your information is coming from and see um, if you can kind of get some validation on where it's where it's um, the research is being provided from or just the information is being provided from because it is a very real thing that the food industry runs a lot of these tests and or pays for them not to be uh, released or whatever because they have a plan and they rely on us consuming certain things in order to keep them in business. So that's just a side note of my own soapbox, but it is an important thing to consider when y'all are looking into things and researching food and all of that kind of stuff. Anyway, so more and more research is coming out though, however, that saturated fats aren't as bad as maybe we thought they were. Um, but what is bad for us or that things that we've been consuming quite a bit of in our diet are fats that are oxidized. Things that, again, are familiar to you that are oxidized fats are things like vegetable oil, canola oil, sunflower oil, safflower oil. These oils are made by providing a high heat to those seeds, and then they're pressed. 
um, and and so the oil comes out of the seeds. So if you're thinking about what I said at the beginning, that seeds are are a source for our fats, that is true. And something like a sunflower seed is a great way to get some fats. However, when you're consuming a sunflower seed just in its raw form, that fat is then still in its raw form. When you're consuming sunflower oil, you're now consuming a fat that's been heated and then pressed out. And so now again, you have this oxidized fat and it does not function within your body as well. So you have this kind of unstable fat that again, research is showing that your body doesn't recognize that, that it's not great. And so it will still use it. But then when it uses it, it causes some very adverse effects on your body. So the kind of recommendation that I would have for you is to then stick to saturated fats and mono unsaturated fats um, when consuming um, your fats. So anything that you know comes naturally, like I said, if you're eating a sunflower seed, that's great. So seeds and nuts in their raw form is excellent. Avocado is excellent. Um, I am totally for some animal fats definitely getting in your seafood fats and then using your other fats in, in slight moderation just because there is, you know, not a need when you're consuming a lot of beef. It's not that the fat is bad. It's just the amount of fat that you're consuming when you're consuming that. So that to be said, please continue to consume animal fats. Um, I do think there is a benefit to those. But the monounsaturated fats, like we talked about, is the unsaturated fats that are missing one hydrogen pair. Those are going to be things like extra virgin olive oil, coconut oil, avocado oil, palm oil. Um, these are fats that are um, excreted from their source without a lot of manipulation. If you think about extra virgin olive oil olives if you've ever eaten an olive they are very oily and so to get that out is not very difficult same with avocado lots of good fat and they're not very difficult to pull out so these are recommended um, not only because of that but also because in order to utilize any kind of fat um, oil butter to cook with all of these oils have something called a smoke point which um, basically tells you how much heat they can handle before they are oxidized, like we talked about. Um, and so, and again, that makes them, basically makes them unstable in your body. So these oils, these un, or not un, mono unsaturated fats um, have a higher smoke point. So they are, um, again, more stable and beneficial for you um, to receive their nutrients, but also utilize them for cooking. So that's another thing to keep in mind with those. Not only is the uh, process for extracting those oils better for you, they're also just better for you to utilize um, for cooking. Now, that being said, some, some of your other oils you could utilize if you're using them for something cold like a um, like in a salad dressing or something like that those can still be used in that way 
Um, another reason to consider um, utilizing the monounsaturated fats is there is something called your omega-6 to omega-3 ratio. So basically, like I talked about in the beginning, there's different types of fatty acids. And so there's omega-6 fatty acid and omega-3 fatty acid. Um, both of these are fatty acids that your body will utilize. However, omega um, omega-6 can increase your inflammation in your body, while omega-3 can be used as an inflammation reducer. So if your ratio is very high in omega-6 fatty acids, um, you have an increased chance for inflammation. And that's just something that um, over and over and over again, um, there's just more and more to show that there's these foods that just trigger inflammation in your body and they can cause so many different issues in your body and things that, that you may not even realize, gut issues, um, you know, your digestion, any kind of um, hormone issues. It can do all kinds of things to you. So these other oils that I've been talking about, extra virgin olive oil, coconut oil, avocado oil, they have a better omega-6 to omega-3 ratio, um, which again just makes them better to consume on a regular basis for you. So those are kind of the reasons behind why your monounsaturated fat and saturated fats are going to be better for you to consume. Um, so the question always then is, how much do I eat? So the answer to this is always, it depends. <laughs> um, just like we've talked about in the last two episodes of these macronutrients, it's very dependent on what your goals are. If your goals are just to be healthy and, you know, you're not trying to do anything extravagant, um, any big athletic activities, um, your fats are a good chunk of your diet. I'd say anywhere from 25 to 35% of your calories. Um, but again, doesn't have to be um, more or less. There are people who are going to function better with a higher fat diet rather than a higher carb diet. Um, and, not, and not to be extreme about that, but just in general, like instead of consuming, you know, 15 to 20% protein and 50% carbs and then the other maybe 30% fat. So instead of that, then they are, you know, 15 to 20% protein with 50% fat and 30% carbs. You, you have to learn to listen to your body. You have to understand that there is not a set ratio that's correct there's not you know anything that is just going to be delivered to you that's perfect it's a matter of playing with it's a matter of learning your body it's a matter of listening to what your body wants and then paying attention to how it responds to what you're eating um also paying attention to your emotions are you craving fat because you're stressed and you're whatever are you craving sugar because you're stressed um, and then when you eat that, does that get rid of your craving or is it just, you know, something that you have learned that when you're stressed, you're going to consume a certain type of food or you're going to, you know, quote unquote, need that food in order to get through what you're doing. Um, learning to listen to your body is, is going to be a huge piece 
of learning what macronutrients you need uh, or what ratio of macronutrients you need. So again, not something that's super easy to answer, um, but definitely is based on your need and something that you should consider just kind of starting to play with. Do a couple weeks with a higher fat diet and see how you respond. See if you feel better. Are you more energized? Are you, are you feel less inflamed, less bloated? Um, those types of things can tell you a lot about what your specific body needs. Um, if, you know, even though you definitely need some fat to function, maybe you need a higher amount or a lower amount. You just kind of, again, have to play with that and decide. So that's all I have for this week. I hope this was, again, very informative. I hope this kind of brings your macronutrients full circle. You have a better understanding of, of what each one of them does and how it functions in your body. I hope that, that again, it, it makes sense. And, and if you have any questions, please, please, please don't hesitate to reach out. Um, you can find me on Instagram at what in the health and fitness. Or you can email me at info.whatinthehealth at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you guys. If you have any topics you'd like to talk about, please reach out to me for that as well. Um, feel free to leave a review. Um, any reviews help me, one, better serve you guys, give you what you're looking for. But two, also helps me um, be found and more discoverable uh, for other people like you that are interested in learning about health and fitness. I hope you all have a fantastic week. I look forward to um, talking to you next week, and I hope you have a blessed day. Bye.